Where are you from? Where are you from? That question I heard more than once over the last two weeks. As we attended the youth gathering in Houston, we noticed that on the way to Houston, people were starting to ask us, where do you come from? And as we got closer and closer to Houston, we noticed that less and less the people were coming from Minnesota. And yes, there are other Lutherans in this country that live in other places besides Minnesota. We met one group standing online um, one night waiting to get into the large stadium. Where are you from? They're from Ohio. And they gave us little uh, ketchup bottle whistles. Their hometown is from the very place where Heinz ketchup is made. They were real proud of that. Everyone's proud of their hometown, where they're from. There's a good thing when you gather with so many people, 30,000 plus from all over the country, lots of hometown pride. It's a good thing. Maybe. In this morning's gospel, we find that Jesus' hometown gets in the way. His hometown identity is just too much for the people in that tiny little synagogue to bear. As he speaks about God's kingdom and God's steadfast love for all people, as Jesus reaches out beyond the boundaries of the time to cure the sick, to reach out God's mercy and compassion to those on the outskirts, well, that's just a little bit too much for those in his hometown. They wanted Jesus to be their own homegrown treasure. They wanted him and the power and the healing of the gospel to be something that was just theirs and nobody else's. And Jesus can do no deed of power there. Oh, he always is compassionate. He healed a few people. But we find out that the kingdom of God involves not only claiming that kingdom, but also sharing that kingdom. And it is in the giving and the receiving of hospitality that the kingdom flourishes. We see that later as Jesus sends his disciples out into strange places with nothing basically of their own. And when they are received and when they proclaim God's love for all, things blossom way beyond their hometowns. There's something in my hometown, it's kind of in the backyard, more or less, of the place where I grew up, a statue. And the statue there has a really cool inscription. Let me read it to you. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. 
I lift my lamp beside the golden door. This past week, we celebrated national identity. And with the 4th of July in the middle of the week, it seemed like we celebrated it for two weekends. Lots of fireworks out there. There's many things for us to be proud of in our national identity. If you would have come and visited me in New Jersey when we were living there, and we had some time to sightsee, I would have taken you to see the statue on which based those words are written by Emma Lazarus. The Statue of Liberty in New York Harbor. It's a beautiful testimony to us being an immigrant nation. For through those gates came droves upon droves of people from all over the world. And in fact, none of our ancestors came originally from this land. We're all immigrants. We've all come here. And if we know the stories of our families' pasts, we know that we came here as a result of struggle and wanting to seek a better land of new opportunity for the future. That is part of our national identity that I think is something we ought to take some pride in. Now, we haven't always lived up to that value, though, as a nation. And from time to time, our stance on immigrants has been less than welcoming. And we're in one of those times right now where we're not so sure about welcoming folks who are from different places. And some of that lack of welcoming is downright disturbing. The separation of families, the caging of children, those are not things that make me proud to be an American. But I tell you what bothers me as a preacher of the gospel, as one who is called by the church to announce God's love and grace, what bothers me is that there are those in our land who are saying that our heartless practices are grounded in Scripture. For the Bible is a book of law, and good Christians are those who follow the law. And I think, where have I heard that before? Oh yeah, that's right. It was the Pharisees. And it was the critics of Jesus' own ministry in his hometown of Nazareth. Their understanding of being connected with God was following the rules. And only those who followed the rules, only those that were pure and from the right backgrounds and the right places could be considered the children of God. And when Jesus announced the kingdom of grace... And love, when Jesus announced that God's favor is for all, that is what they took offense at. The Bible is not a book of law. It is a book of love. The Bible is a love story. 
of God's steadfast love in the face of people that are constantly turning the other way. And if there is a law at the center of the scripture, it is the law of love. Love your neighbor. You can look it up in Deuteronomy. And very close to that verse, it talks about neighbor, including the alien and the foreigner in your midst. Love beyond your community, beyond your nation, beyond your hometown. Love in a way that cares for others, that sees and tries to understand their struggle and helps in a way that acknowledges that we are all a part of God's hand, each and every human being created in the image of God. Where are you from? What identity do you claim today to be your primary one? Is it because you're from the little town in Ohio that makes the ketchup? Is your identity a national identity, and is that your primary one? Or, as a part of the church, is your baptism your primary identity? Is that love that God claimed your life in the waters of grace and forgiveness, is that your primary identity in which you live out this day? For that's what Jesus sent his apostles, his disciples out to proclaim that identity. That's the identity that we as a church are invited to embrace and to live in this week. Where are you from? Got a better question for you. Who are you from? Are you from the God of grace and love? And compassion? If so, be sure to live those values out this week. Amen.